You ain't getting your money back. I'll tell you one thing. No, I'll tell you one thing is true. Good, because you ain't getting it. That's it. I'll, I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is LK. I'm hammering. I don't know that any true words have ever been spoken from the stage of the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Last Friday, Dolly Parton's 78th birthday celebration, and El King is in the cups. More audio that's going to leave you floored and a conversation about it coming up during this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was... 19 years 19 old. 19 years old. Put in, thank you, Don. Put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act, a podcast where we talk about things you talk about with family and friends, conversations about current events and pop culture, headlines and the news and trends and music, often revealing and endearing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal personal growth. Woo, I'm sweating. That's Welcome. Rocky. It's Rocky. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. Good morning. Good day, Don. Good job. Hey there. I got it out. Got it out. What a mess. I got to sit down. All right, my name's Don, and I'm Caddy's wife. Let me get this back on course. Okay, this is the strangest thing I'm going to tell you, but I want—I know there are going to be people that are listening. They're going to be like, eh, that's happened to me. So I went into a Starbucks the other day because I had like 10, 15 minutes to get something, and I didn't want to eat in my car. I get so sick of eating and drinking in my car. And I'm running this warehouse sale for the company down in Buckhead. Whole other story for a whole other day. But I decided I'll go to Starbucks before. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to actually go into the Starbucks. And I go into the Starbucks and there's this man sitting there. And this is like prime time, 830 in the morning. How many, how many times do you think people listen to this podcast and hear something like that? And and wonder, they say out loud, maybe even to complete strangers, where is this going? A lot. Yeah, I thought so too. It's not really going anywhere. This is not like he didn't push me down like the elderly people or any of this stuff. But he's just sitting there. Drinking a coffee, no croissant, no book, no papers, box, nothing, no nothing, nothing, no phone, caddy, nothing, not a laptop, nothing, which is fine and not strange, unless you live in the world today in 2024, because I got my coffee and I sat down and I'm getting ready to pull out my phone and go through all my stuff, see who's you know what cat memes I can pull up, sure, to send to the kids. And I'm thinking to myself, self, why do I think it's odd that a person is sitting in a Starbucks enjoying their coffee, which is what Starbucks is, and they're not working? Because, you know, like Starbucks, these places have become just co-working places. Right. It's kind of like a Rome or a WeWork. Yes. Which those places were such a big deal for a while. And they're going out of business because people don't need to pay $170 a month unless you literally need a you know, a mobile office or a place for your company to meet because every place is now a co-working place. That's a, real, that's, a, that's a very, very good point. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You need to cancel your membership. Well, I pay $199 a month. I've been a member of Ridiculous. Rome. Hang on. I've been a member of Rome for uh, probably 10 months now, and I've walked into the place three times. Okay. Now, I do have access to other offices that they have, you know, and I have a time or two gone to another location. But my home at Trillith, the Rome at Trillith, I have walked in that door three times in 10 months, and I pay $199, $199 a month in the printer. The one time I was there, one of the three, I needed to print something, and the printer didn't work. Right. And you can go sit out by the fire pit. You can go up to the breakfast place. 
Those are your co-working places. You need to cancel that today. And you have already given yourself a $200 raise. And this is the stuff that you and I talk about. And it's that 100, 200, 50. Times 20. 100%. $200 times 12 months a year is what? Well, but if you have 20 of them coming out at 200 bucks a month or. No, but just what is that just for run? Oh, wow. I don't know. Okay. 200 times 12. We're doing math on the podcast. That's $2,400 that you've lit up and set on fire. Don't say that. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I carry my backpack in there. I want to have that conversation this episode too. But I would make a note right now. Cancel Rome. On on the list of things that I need to do today, um, which is quite lengthy, believe it or not. I know you like to, we joke about that, but today uh, there's about a hundred things. I I don't joke about it. Uh, It's a hundred things I need to do today. Uh, And that is just not going to, that's not going to crack the top top 100. There's no way. I could walk by there and maybe do it, but I, I, I don't have the time or wherewithal or, 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 I'd say energy, truth be told, to, to be able to go in there and uh, I could do it in person. Maybe that's probably pretty easy, but I bet they want your, your, you know, a blood sample and uh, you can't do this. No, they're, they're, they'll cancel. You just need to get it done before the next billing cycle, cycle comes. I know it'll be first of the month. Well, let me just tell you, it may not be important to you, but tuition is due. No, it's very important to me, Donna. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. It's tuition very is due on the first. All right. I'm very aware. So- Anywho, so what was he doing? Did you you connect with him? Did you look at him? Did you have a conversation? I mean, I I glanced over at him, but it really, more than anything, started me thinking in my mind just how no one sits anymore and takes in their surroundings because they're so busy. I went through the bank drive-through last week, late last week, maybe on Friday last week. I'm going through the drive-through, and I know the ladies, the ladies of uh, uh, the bank here, and I in Fayetteville quite well. I'm going through the drive-thru. I fired up my laptop waiting in the drive-thru, and I'm working on my laptop on my armrest. You know, that's why I leave. I, I, I drive sometimes my truck with my laptop open and hot. And I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll write emails driving down Highway 54. Uh, and, and so she goes, she comes to the speaker in the camera. I see her. You know how they have those. I'm days. sure that has nothing all right. to do with your Thank you, Donna. traffic violations. Thank you, Donna. She's she's here all week. Uh, and, and so she says to me through the speaker, do you ever stop working? And I said, you know, I wish I could. I don't. And it's not just work. It's life. You know, it's insurance claims from wrecks and, and speeding tickets. And it's, it's, uh, you know, things I bring on myself. I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, stuff I bring on myself. Maybe, maybe not though. It depends on the situation. But it's all connected. <sighs> and I tell you that all the time. If you would just push, pump the brakes yeah. on your life, your life would get Are we in it. therapy or are we recording a podcast? What are we doing here? We're doing both. Okay. All pump right. the brakes. Okay, Donna, thank you. Life will get simpler. Will it though? Yes, it will. We'll see. Yeah, it will. I don't know. But are you always worried? She said to me. And I look at my, I, I can't imagine looking into my truck and seeing me or seeing anybody with a, a, a MacBook Pro, like the big one, fired up on the on the armrest, a console, in a pickup truck. And you're just hammering out emails and, and, and text messages and balancing this and doing that. And probably looks ridiculous, I admit. But, but I'm multitasking. I'm getting, I'm, I'm making a deposit. Or getting cash out, or doing whatever at the bank, doing business at the bank, and at the same time doing business with a uh, personal business or or business here at the radio station or the podcast or with uh you know any of the uh, the sponsors. Who knows? Uh huh. Uh huh. But it's not like you're a general contractor building like a 19 story building. No. In Midtown or something. I mean, like, I just don't think you have to work all the time. I think you need to work smarter. Wow. Okay. Keep them coming. What else you got? 
Well, I mean, I'm, this is this is not a negative thing. This there are a lot of people listening who probably feel that way too. About me? No. Well, maybe, but in your traffic incidents, but more just their life. You're like funny. you're funny. You know. I don't know. Slow down. What do you say? It's uh, where you have many sayings about life in the fast lane, as you call it. But um, I was in the fast lane the other day when that lady hit me, forty-five miles an hour, and it took an oh, hour and a half. There. Took an huh? I don't want to go back there. Took an hour and a half for the popo to show up, the PO, the SO. An hour and a half. I called 911 back. I said, listen, what do I need to do to expedite this call? I said, because it's, it's raining. There's been an accident. I've been sitting on the side of the road for an hour and a half, and I'm hungry. I'm on E. I don't have cigarettes, and I need to pee. Help. And she's like, I'm sorry. It's operator 9923. We, we don't have anybody in your vicinity. That's not what she sounded like, by the way. She she did, but I got to say that she didn't. So. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So we're in week two of you learning jump, jive, and Jesus well, on jump, the piano. Jump, drive, and whale. Jump, drive, and whale. From Where the Brian, the Brian Sets at Orchestra. Can well, you give us an update? Uh, I downloaded it. I haven't I haven't touched the key. Here's why. Band practice. You don't have a piano. Well, no, just, in that's trellis. Part of, that's part of the problem. I don't have a piano at trellis. I got to go to a church somewhere. The door's unlocked and sneak in. Uh, but drive uh, up to the north side. I could do that, uh, which I did yesterday. Last night, I spent the night at your house. So, but you didn't play your piano. I, Donna, said, you I got there at eleven. Practice. I got there at eleven o'clock. I'm not going to start banging out jump drive jump jump. What is it called? Jump jump jive and whale at, at eleven o'clock at night on a baby grand piano. So it's not going to happen. Well, you anyway. probably could. I have to say one thing. Yep. If you have teenagers, you know, and they have a lot going on. Juniors and seniors are studying for all this stuff, and yada yada yada. But. They come to you and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go shower. And you're like, it's midnight. Who showers at midnight? I shower all day. Okay. You've got to stop talking. And I don't know how we're going to do this because we're doing a podcast where you have to talk, but you've got. What's wrong with that? I'll shower three times a day. Okay. Anyway. What's wrong with that, Donna? Not a thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Back to your piano playing. All right. So um, where was I? I was uh, frustrated. Uh, I, uh. We have practice. If you're listening to upload day, today's Tuesday. So we have practice tonight. Here's the problem. Here's the challenge. Well, there's a couple things. First of all, I haven't even looked at the sheet music for the song. Uh, there's a there's an entire jazz ensemble waiting on me tonight at uh, Peachtree City First Presbyterian Church at 730 uh, to, to lead them in song. And I can't do it. So I'm a little stressed about that. However, here's the, uh, here's the uh, Achilles heel. Our son, Will, who's 24, is moving to Phoenix, Arizona. We've talked about that. Uh, He's flying out tomorrow morning. So he's coming down to the airport. I've got him a room, Marriott Bonvoy, thank you. Uh, i got him a room at the airport right next to the uh, train and the convention center. It's going to get him right in there. I'm going to go pick him up at his room, his suite tonight, bring him back to my house. We're going to go have a steak dinner. We're going to hang out for a couple hours, and then I'll take him back to his, uh, back to, up to the airport, and he'll fly out tomorrow. So I can't be at practice tonight. So there's right. good and bad there. Uh, the, the good is... Um, well, I, I don't feel quite as bad by not knowing the song uh, because I do have business I got to take care of, you know, right? Sure. Well, I do. No, definitely. I mean, yeah. How many How many Tuesdays before we do this event, though? Uh, I think two, right? Or one two. after tonight. Is tonight one, two? two? I don't know. So I have to go in cold the next Tuesday to practice and perform it cold for the first time with the band, with the orchestra, or the jazz ensemble. Uh-oh. Well, I'll be ready next Tuesday for sure. I will be. I'll be ready. I feel confident I will be. I got to find a piano. Well, you have a piano. Okay, Donna. Again, I have piano, but you're 45 miles north of me. Mm. 
it's not easy to uh, just run up there and, and teach yourself a song on the piano and, and come back down here for work. It's not that easy. Okay, so now it's like, again, in many situations in life, I'm trigger trauma to you because— Well, you're what? That's a t- I, want, I want that term again. You're what? Trigger trauma. I'm trigger trauma uh-huh. to you. Like a well, how? anvil why? around my ankle. Like an anvil around my ankle, you say. Okay, tell me why. Yes, because I'm going to be in my black tie attire, evidently serving corn dogs at and this event. Fanta, Fanta orange drink. And hosting with you, co-hosting with you. And then they're going to be like, and now we have a special presentation with Cadillac Jack on piano. I'm going to be like, oh my God. Well, it, won't, it won't get Mary that far. Jesus. It won't get that far. Let me tell you why. Because we have a we have an agreement. We being uh, uh, Mr. Z, who directs and, and leads the Peachtree Jazz uh, group edition is what they're called, Peachtree Jazz edition. He, he's the leader of the pack. Uh, he and I have a, a, an agreement that if he doesn't feel comfortable with with what it sounds like or looks like or whatever, or, or I don't feel comfortable, then then we both can say, listen, let's just let's just call it a wash and we try, you know. And I'm I'm okay with that. Well, let me tell you what that actually means. What he's already made that agreement with the people, like he's like winking, so he's having and you that's like fine practice. Too. But he, yeah, he's gonna pull the plug. You think? And not because you're bad, but just because. He's given you such an ambitious piece. He's going to say, I feel really bad. I think this was way too much for you to take on. It's my fault. So let's just, I don't want you stressed out. So let's just have you be the guest conductor. But in the dark of the night, do you think that he is wanting that to happen? Yes. Really? Yes. I just told you how that's going to go down. And it's nothing against your piano playing because you're a lovely piano player. But it is an ambitious piece of music to learn I love my in piano. like three weeks. Uh, it is, but but there's going to be another keyboard player playing it for real. You know what I'm saying? To kind of mask my... Uh, Inability? Uh, wow. No, to learn was, it. Uh, no, to learn it. Right. Okay. Again, you can play the piano. Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to cut a check to the Macintosh High School Band Program. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That's what we're Okay. Gonna remember when I was telling you that I'm running this warehouse sale for the company? Yeah. So we took all of the merchandise from fall and it's down in this, um, historic, like, okay. If, it, if you've lived in Atlanta forever, What's you know, the restaurant center? 103 West used to be a huge restaurant, but also everybody who comes in that building has to tell me about the last wedding they attended. And I mean, it's kind of hoity toity weddings were held there. So we moved everything in there, basically just opened a huge kind of outlet that we're, that I'm running, co-running with someone else basically running but anyway on sunday it was so busy in there and we have this one section that's called samples and all of the product there i mean these are some amazing come down and see me i think it's like five more days but they're called samples and they're basically like shirts and polos that before we go and sign off on the final version of that polo we get one, you know, a sample or two samples to make sure that the stitching's right, the color's right, all this stuff. And we, we're selling them. They're mainly like mediums, smalls and mediums. So I, this one guy comes up and he says, and I mean, it is so busy. And people bring up like 40 things because they're, you know, 10, 20, 30, $40 each. And he brings up right, two right. things. He brings up this University of Georgia t-shirt and this vest and he goes, oh my gosh, I love these vests. I can't believe this is on sale. 
And I said, where'd you get that? Because I hadn't seen it. I go, where'd you get that? He goes, over on the sand. It was hanging over there where the samples are. And I go, okay, that's $40. Ring him up. He leaves. Do you have any idea where this is going? I have no idea, but I cannot wait to learn. So that was probably like one o'clock. So on Sunday, we closed at five. At four o'clock, one of the little guys that was working there with me, he comes up and he says, have you found a brown vest? I said, no. And he goes, what was our vest? It was one of those Braswell vests, but the guy left it. He took it off to try on some things and he knows he left it. He draped it, you know, over this bar and he can't find it. I'm like, I don't know where that is. Right. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. God or gosh. I sold that man's vest to to another man. To another man. For $40. And the retail price is what? Originally $165. But that man had draped it, Caddy. What does that mean? On the sample side. Put it on a bar. And tried something on and walked off with off, off his vest. And then another person came up and thought that vest was for sale. Was for sale. And I sold it to him for $40. So where are we now? Well, that man got a great deal. Right, true, true. And the other man is cold. Cold meaning what? Like he didn't have a vest. Right, I but sold his vest. He, but does he know that now as we stand here? No, I'm not gonna I said we don't we never found it. Oh, and he left, and I went up to that little boy that goes to tech. And he goes, that's weird. I mean, you think we find a vest. I said, well, we're not going to find it. He goes, why? I said, because I sold it to another man for $40. He looks at me. He goes, you're savage. He said, you're savage? I said, well, I didn't mean to. Was he pissed? No. Why can't you follow along right now? I'm following along right now. Aren't I, Angie? I am. Somebody just brought me donuts. Okay. But I'm with you. I'm with, I told, I've am i been listening. All right. What? I, 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 Donna, I, I could recite the story from beginning to end. Your blood sugar does not need those donuts. Donna says my blood sugar doesn't need these donuts. She's only about getting a diabetes test, a sugar test. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she says she loves you, too. Thank you, Angie. Right, and I love you. her. I love you. I'll see you around 132. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. She brought me donuts, Donna. That's so sweet. I about, you about four Fine. All right. I'll see you in a while. All right. Thank you. Um, so that's Angie, uh, Hopkins from, from Fable Ford. And, uh, she, she came out to drop off donuts, but, uh, just to check on you, I was listening Don, and I'm going to go get a diabetes test. Talk about that in a minute. But, uh, after I eat about six of these donuts that are homemade, um, yeah, I wouldn't go right after that. What's the end result then? Again, I told you. Okay. Tell me again. I sold a brand new vest that that we're selling in the stores. I know that part. That, so we told that man we never found his vest. He's gone. Another man is wearing his vest he spent $160 for, for $40. But you had to refund the money, right? No. No. Why not? Oh, my God. People that are listening, give me strength. I'm with you, though. I'm, I'm Why, with you right Whose now. money am I refunding? The man that paid $160 for it. Caddy. Uh-huh. No, he bought it probably, I don't even know when, six months ago in a store. He wore, just like you would wear your coat, into shop. Okay? You go over to the $40 section and you have to try something on. What do you do? You take your coat off. Right. 
He took his vest off. Mm-hmm. He set it on the ground or somewhere. Oh, I thought it was your vest from onward. Oh, my God. It was, but it wasn't in the outlet. I got you. Can I be honest with you about something? I'm sorry, I just got donut in my throat. I can't breathe. Hang on. My God, I can't breathe on him. I'm not kidding. Oh my gosh. It's stuck in my throat. Mm. Hello, one, two, one, two. Okay, this is scary. I'm not kidding. Hang on. Oh. Okay, there it is. Oh my God. I can't suck on a cracker and you're calling me out and we're having to listen to all this. It went down the wrong way. That was scary. Um, there's a lot of people walking in and out of here. That's why I don't like recording here at work. Okay. Well, everybody else has followed along. So let's just move on. Okay. I'm sure it's a fantastic story. What I heard, I loved. Okay. Listen back to I love this chocolate eclair too. Okay. Stop eating all that stuff. Mm, 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 mm. My frustration is boiling over. I swear to gosh. Is it yours? Yes. With you. If you're listening to this podcast, yours is too. Okay. I, th- I love the story, but you think he'll continue to be a customer? No, 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 no. Just in general. Not oh. about the story. About the donuts, about the choking, about the Don't, everything. I can't help that I was choking on a chocolate eclair. Right. How is that my fault? Stop eating them while we're recording. All right. That's tough. These are beautiful donuts, too. God. Mm. There's one with cinnamon toast crunch on top of it. What's my favorite cereal in the world? I buy two boxes at a time at Costco. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, CTC is what I call it. All right. All right, that's uh, Donna's story. What a story. Listen, uh, can we get some updates maybe next episode? There are no updates. Move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on, Mike Starr's at the door now. Mike Starr, good morning. Good morning. Are you here? Uh Uh-huh. What can I do for you? (laughs) I'll get with you in a minute. I'll get with you in a minute. It's uh, it's uh, it's just a uh, a revolving cast of characters here in the Brightmore Healthcare Studios. I'm telling you, I can't help that, Donna. I can't. I, I would much rather be in the home studio and doing this, but logistically, we couldn't do it for this episode. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We don't even have an on air light, like a red light outside the door. People just walk in, like it's a, like it's a, here's here's D Rock again. Hey, D Rock, how are you? Okay, got a message here. Call call Tom when done. I, I'll do that. I got you. So there's that, and uh, I could use like a secretary when I'm down here. What do you got going on? Ah, you don't like me right now, do you? No, let's just keep moving. Okay. Um, I want to have a conversation about El King. Okay. El King is a country artist. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's the daughter of actor Schneider, Rob Schneider. You know her from uh, a song she did with Miranda Lambert. Uh, drunk and I don't want to go home. You know, from a song she did with Dirks Bentley, it's different for girls. She's had, uh, she's attempted to release a solo single herself a time or two that, to, uh, you know, lukewarm response. Friday night at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, this past Friday night, they had a big celebration for Dolly Parton and her 78th birthday. And L. King was on the bill. She was there to perform. Uh, she performed, but not really country music. Uh, you've never heard anything like this before. I can promise you that. Here is L. King. Heckling the audience, drunker than piss, on stage Friday night at the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, So drunk, the Opry's had to issue an apology. We'll talk about it next. 
You ain't getting your money back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing is true. Good, because you ain't getting it. Is it? I'll, I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is LP. I have a memory. Celebrating Donna's birthday, the good old hot thing. Go ahead, go ahead, Phil. I'm celebrating Donna's birthday. He's celebrating Donna's birthday with the bottle. I'll celebrate a birthday in one way or two. Hell, let's give him one of yours. How about that? I don't know. Go ahead. Why don't you give me this? Let me see. If I, I tell you one thing, I can barely play another person's song. Let me see if I can play one of mine. That was El King's guitar player, uh, you heard, trying to save the shit show that it became uh, by saying, Elvis, you know, play one of your songs. And you heard her response, basically, that uh, she can't sing somebody else's song, much less sometimes one of her own. Uh, the opera has apologized to folks that spent as much as $300 on tickets. Dolly was not there. Now, Stella Parton, her sister, has spoken out publicly, and, and she's the only uh, response we can find from anyone in the official capacity, whether it be Dolly or her spokespeople or uh, anybody, but Stella Parton, Donnie, you had this on radio this morning. Uh, Stella Parton basically said what? Well, she basically said that she didn't see it live, but that, you know, someone named L. King, some girl named L. King did some cussing at the Dolly Parton tribute show. But she also said it, this was not the first time that any hillbilly was on stage drunk. And she couldn't help but wonder if there wasn't a double standard in place, because there are plenty of men who have been drunk, wasted sure. on the Opry stage. Is it because she's a woman? Gosh, I don't I don't know if I'm impressed with that statement or disappointed with that statement. I think I'm both. Here's the thing. I, this has nothing to do. And I'm, I'm a woman. I can say this. This has I believe this. This has nothing to do with gender. This has everything to do with respect. Um. Keeping it between the lines, my God. I mean, go out and party afterwards. Again, I just don't have a lot of patience for these types of people who can't hold it together. And, and I'm not talking about people. She maybe have actual alcohol, alcoholism or a problem, but then you shouldn't be on the stage. But this was not, again, I said on the radio, this was not her concert where I guess if she wants to piss off her fans... And she wants to return the money. She can do it. This was on. Now, it was not on the Grand Ole Opry stage. I don't know if you did this. It was on the. It was at the, the, um, was at the Ryman. But still, you know, a very esteemed facility. Everyone loves Dolly. It was quite a nod, I'm sure, to get asked to perform at this event. Hold it together. Where is. Here, here's who I finger. I finger her management because someone dropped the ball. You don't get that. And you just heard one piece of audio. It went on for a long, long time. You don't get that drunk, I don't think. I never got that drunk with just one or two drinks or one or two beers or one or two cocktails. That's hours, I think, of uh, of, of drinking. To, to get that sloshed, you know your job. You know the place is packed. It's sold out. There are hundreds of people there. And you're going to go out on stage. Who, who didn't say earlier in the day, hey, let's put the bottle down. Let's go sober up, get some water, and a, let's go to Bobby Cheeseburgers and have some lunch or something. Sober up a little bit before we don't want to, you know, we want to be good in good, good looks and have a great mind, a clear mind when we celebrate Miss Dolly. We don't want to piss Miss Dolly off, you know? Uh, and, and after after you get done, we're going to go celebrate Dolly's birthday, and we're going to get wild, we're going to shoot tequila and have birthday cake after your responsibility is done. Um, where Where's that person? That person uh, did not exist, I don't think, Friday night. 
Yeah, but I've also said to you, she employs those people to a certain extent. Well, and you can tell people all day long, you need to slow down. Don't forget you have a big event tonight. And they're going to say, I know what I'm doing. Get out of my business. Stop telling me what to do. You're a Debbie Downer. Everybody else wants to party and hang out. I mean, you've been around those people before. You can't tell them anything until they light their career and themselves on fire and it all comes crashing down. And then what they say is, I know I should have listened to you. Uh-huh. This one's like ripped from the headlines, isn't it? No, I'm just saying in general, I, I always say I, I hate when people, I, I think it's different if you are, um, what's it called? Like enabling, but enabling is a very thin line. I do not like, hate's a strong word. I do not like when people blame people in people's lives for their missteps. Because what people may not know is that person has been working tirelessly behind the scenes to get the person help, to get them in rehab, to get them to look at things. And I'm sure that's the case with Elking because this happened New Year's Eve. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there had to be some, you know, conversations after that event. But she knows better because yeah. all addicts do. Uh, New Year's that's Eve. why you have to do. Sorry. That's why you, you know, there was a show built around it. Intervention. Because you can cajole, you can drive someone. I mean, you've said this before. That, you know, the only person that can make the decision, ultimately, is you. You know? You used to tell me I had, it's time to make the turn. Time to make the turn. This is when I was out of control drinking. And I, I choose not to drink now. I, I never was an alcoholic and I had a problem with alcohol. I just knew that it made me do things that I wouldn't be proud of the next day. When we would be out, you would used to say, it's time to make the turn. And the next day, you would often say, you didn't make the turn as I'm waking up and just feeling like shit. And we got no, in no shade on anyone. I was listening to this on another same topic, different people. I was listening to the TJ Holmes and Amy Robot podcast. Uh-huh. And they're talking about doing dry January. And that her, Amy Robach's brother is a doctor. And he was talking about when people come to the doctor and they say, how many drinks, you know, or cigarettes do you have a week? It's always four or whatever. It was the main thing people say. And doctors double whatever you say, just so you know. Because they know you're not going to tell the truth. Exactly. But they were asking, they both came clean on how much they drank a week. It was five, six drinks a day. Both of them, Amy Seven and days TJ? a week. Yes. And and no, no shade on them. But I think we talk about a lot on the podcast, like our old days and how much we partied and went out and drank. I was a binge drinker. I'm a very social drinker. You know this. If you come to our house, you'll be lucky to find a bottle of wine in the refrigerator, you know, or anything. Because I just, I have no interest in sitting at my house and drinking. Again, no shade on anyone. Social drinking is not better than drinking by yourself. But mine was all based around being out and being around people. But I do not miss those days when you wake up the next day and that one eyeball opens and you're like, who am I going to have to apologize to? Or when your spouse or your date says, 
do you remember when you, you're like, oh my God, don't tell me. What's, don't what's tell me. What's coming now? What's coming now? Yeah. Just don't tell me. I don't miss that at all. I don't either. And and I don't operate well when I would be hungover. So I think people, because I was thinking like, how did they go on like GMA or, and they said this last year was obviously worse because they were dealing with a lot of personal stuff. No, they weren't working for a year because of a non, you know, a non-compete. Yeah, but they said it had maybe gotten a little more, but that was just their MO. And they both run marathons, so they're in great shape. I'm not, again, not shading anyone. But I thought, I would feel so bad. Like, my joints ache, and I don't feel great, and I'm sober. Like, I can't imagine drinking five drinks a day, how bad I would feel. But I think it kind of becomes your new norm, and you almost feel worse if you don't drink. Yeah, well, those those times that you do drink, uh, it takes you triple the time to recover uh, because your system, you know, if you if you drink, and I, I can speak to this because I, I lived this for a while. Uh, when you drink every day and you drink heavy every day, your body becomes used to it. And so you don't really, there's rarely ever a hangover. You just start, start all over again. Uh, when you, when you abstain, abstain and, and, and there's long periods of time where you don't have a drink or drinks, plural, um, your body's going to take a nor, you know, much, much longer to, to adjust to the hangover. It's going to take you much longer to get, to feel better. Um, because it's not been in your system for a while. You don't have a tolerance. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, I don't drink that much. I'm because I did at times, but it's, I look back on it, it. This whole episode that they did was about your relationship to alcohol. And again, I love podcast books, conversations that get me thinking and it got me thinking. And I'm like, what a weird relationship I had with alcohol. Cause mine, I could go five months and, and have not a have a drink, yeah. but on that six month, the night that I went out, it would be epic. Epic. Well, for you, maybe not for your friends and the people at the bar around you. Maybe. But I mean, not every night was like know, that. Right. There were plenty of nights when you and I went out and had a great, you know, it wasn't like that all the time. I don't mean that. But it was. it's kind of bizarre how everybody has a different relationship with alcohol. And you would think if I was that much of a binge drinker, I would have to have it. But I, I, I don't. You know, now every time we go out to dinner and, you know, we go out to dinner, sometimes I'll have a, one glass of wine, sometimes I'll have two. One drink, two, that's it. Or maybe I don't have anything. Just have sweet tea. It's weird. What's the decision that you make? For whatever the yeah, reason. I don't even know that I'm actively making it. I mean, like, I don't have anything against going out and and I I, I had a lot of drinks at in in Vegas at times, and then sometimes I didn't have any drinks. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know, it's weird. Vegas will get you too. Yeah. Pull you in. And you don't even know what's happening. They just pull you in. Uh, I remember there was, a, a, I, yeah. I would used to go out to Vegas for work, maybe twice a year for award shows and things like that. Uh, I remember a year, Kenny Chesney had just been named something. This is the uh, Academy of Country Music Awards, the ACMs. They were being held at the time at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. At the time, the Mandalay Bay was almost a brand new resort. Um, and Chad Brock and I and Kenny wound up riding a broom around the gift shop at 630 in the morning. Mm. Uh, and uh. yeah, and I missed my flight, if I recall. Chad missed his flight. I don't know what happened to Kenny. Um, and I wound up buying some airplane bottles at the gift store before I went to the airport when I rebooked and drank all the way home. Um, not not only what they were serving me on the airplane, but but I had my own little stash in first class. My own little that's a song right there, my own little stash in first class. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And um yeah, it's uh 
Listen, I was on a flight with you one time. Mm-hmm. We were going to LA. We go. You were going to interview Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. The Jimmy Buffett radio special. Yeah. And the plane was having massive mm-hmm. turbulence. And they were like, we need everybody to sit down, buckle up, tray tables back, stowed, you know, the whole thing. Headrest, seats returned. Right. And this Duck flight and attendant mode. is basically. Duck and mode, basically. Yeah. This, the flight attendant is basically crawling to his jump seat. And you're leaning over me and going, "When can I get one more drink before you lock get in your down. seat? Before you lock his yeah. He looked over his shoulder. I remember this. And was like, sir, I'm just trying to get to my seat. Yes. And you were mad. Oh, mad as a snake. Because those kind of drinkers that you were at that moment, they get mad. They and you tell them get, like, you can't have access. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Concerts, when the, when the, like, when the okay. line would cut off, you know, they quit serving at, at, at oh, a concert. Oh, yeah. Like, when you when you were younger, like when I was younger, and I'd go to a concert with a bunch of friends, and the friends are all like, okay, they're stopping. Like, the concert may go to midnight, and they're like, they're not going to serve after 10 o'clock. And you're like, mad. How do we? Fix and so this you've problem? got it in the back of your mind, like we need six of us need to go up there and buy three beers and a each piece. get three yeah. each. We're going to line them up right here at the seats because we're not going to be able to buy yeah. after ten. I know. Listen, it's, it's crazy the way your brain thinks, but I'm I've been there too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, great conversation, honest conversation. That's what we do here on the podcast. I uh, again, I I'm 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 embarrassed by some of many of the things that I did back in my heavy. Well, we all days. are, of course, of course. Uh, that's why you know I, I I yeah yeah I um. I don't know anyone who's ever been pulled over for breaking the law after smoking a joint. Um, and I have had conversations with many, many people about the fact, I'm sorry, Donna, I would much rather be around someone who's high on weed, high on weed than drunk on a handle of Jack Daniels. Much rather be around a snorer because I am one. I would much rather be around a snorer. I just don't like people that are, I just don't like people that get into a loud, I don't like noise. I don't like, it's just, ah. I know, but you're very, you, you, you are a little. What's that? This will be good. Biased toward the, no, you are biased toward the stoners. You sure are, I am. My dad like, was a stoner. I was a stoner. Um, I, I, no, I get that. But it's not, it, there, at times it is a little bit elitist. Like. Yeah, I can see If that. somebody wants to drink and that's no, their I, I can choice. See, I can see why you would think that. And I can see why that may be the case. It's not though. It's not an elitist thing. It's a, um, you, you're messy. You're sloppy. Um, okay. most, I, I think when you, when you get to a certain stage and you, you take out the front row of the Gary Allen fan club during a concert, just pour, pour beer all over them. And, um, oh, are you speaking to me personally? Huh? No. Did that happen to you? Yeah, of course. Oh, you remember the Gary Allen fan club? What happened to, what was that story? Who, 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 who Yeah, who, no, of course. Who like dominoes just took out the entire row. Who was that person? But I also can't stand people who are like, oh, stoners are so much nicer. Well, they are. Again, we don't do this and we don't do that. Okay. Who, who's that? Who's who's that? Whose voice is that? Just people. You know, you it happens all the time, where people who are stoners think they're so much better at handling their situation than drinkers. No, it's not that at all. It's not that at all. You just. I'm not speaking about you. you I'm saying in general. Come on. Um, No, I'm saying in general. All right. Most people who are stoners who aren't drinkers are kind of are like we're better. At our high than you. It's like, okay. Hey, uh, Oscar nominations are out for Best Picture. Uh, yeah, they were coming down today. Yes. What do we got? You want to hear who it is? Uh, let me guess. Oscar nominations, Best Picture nominations are going to be Barbie. Yes. Oppenheimer. Yes. Um, Night Swim. 
No, I'm kidding. No, it's a horror movie. Okay, so here we have uh, here we have it. American Fiction, which I'm hearing great things about. I actually want to go see. Let's go see this. Okay. In the movie theater. All right. Okay. Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Barbie, The Holdovers. I've heard about that. That's a good one. Is that the one that was produced by the Obamas? I can't remember. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, which is getting great reviews, and The Zone of Interest. How many, total, how, how many total Best Picture nominations, though? One, two, three, four, five, eight. six, seven, eight, ten. Ten, really? Okay. Yeah. So Margot Robbie was not nominated for her role in Barbie as Barbie, but America Ferreira was nominated for her supporting role. Uh, Sterling K. Brown was nominated for American Fiction. Most people thought that was going to happen. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting March 10th. That's Charlotte's birthday. And all good. On ABC. Actress, yeah, actress, Annette Benning. You don't know any of these people, never mind. Emma Stone. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you, you make it. Well, I mean, I don't hardly know. No, I'm not a movie. I don't, Bradley Cooper was nominated for Maestro. I've, I've heard of Bradley, never heard of Maestro. Do you want to hear about the visual effects? Uh, I'd rather nominees? not. I'd rather not. We are nearly out of time. I'm afraid that we're going to have to. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm flashing the uh, wrap up signal right now. You can see it surely, right? Yes. All right. Okay. So we talk about gallery all the time. Gallery furniture. Donna, I'm actually going up to see her today. I can't wait to see her. Um, and we talk about the fact that you may listen to us talk about gallery all the time and you may not need furniture right now, but at some point you will. So I'm calling out our dear friend, Linda Leon. Linda Leon. Linda Leon. Sorry. Linda. I have Linda a, we'll have a delay. It sounds like I'm, anytime we have this delay, it sort of sounds like I'm drunk All right. after what we've been we, talking about, but I'm not. Could be. Um, and Linda said she's going to head up to gallery furniture. She needs some furniture. She needs to look at some furniture. But what got me going with Linda is this lovely woman named Tamaria Rowe. And she says, browsing for furniture. She said this on Facebook. Browsing for furniture is always fruitful for us at gallery furniture. They're still at 1600 Brownsbridge Road. Ask for Donna. And she said they run ads with Calite Jack and Donna on their podcast. We have a few pieces from gallery in our house now. Beautiful. I don't even know Tamario, but now I want to know her. Well, reach out Tamario. to her. Don't have a cup of coffee. Come on. Let's be friends. Hey, listen, it's important that Donna get the message that uh, you, you hear. You hear us talk about Gallery because uh, without support of uh, great partners like Gallery, who've been with us since season one, episode one, nearly well, over four years ago now, uh, there would be no podcast. Uh, we don't charge a subscription fee. There's not a paywall like most podcasts have. And that's because you can listen to free content on the radio weekdays, 530 till 10 on the bear. We do the morning show there. You can tune in and get free content. Why would we ask you to pay for a podcast? We're never going to do that. I don't think. Uh, no, of course not. It's too much trouble to keep up with. It truly is. Uh, and so it, um, it's important that these sponsors know that uh, you're grateful that they, they, they take the time to stroke a check every month or whatever we do with them. And, 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 and for that reason, you get free content every uh, twice a week now, or since the beginning of the podcast, you've got it twice a week, most weeks. Yeah. yeah we take it, take a day off every now and then. Yes, when you go missing. 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville, you're funny. Ask for the Wolfman, ask for Donna. Uh, same location, over 40 years. Reasonably priced, uh, beautiful furniture for every room in your house. Truckloads every week arrive uh, to see the new stuff that's going to hit the showroom floor before it hits the showroom floor. You can watch them unpack and uh, unbox and uh, and uh, uh, set up uh, on the Instagram account at ask for Wolfman Furniture. Online, askforthewolfman.com, gallery, furniture, Gainesville. Our thanks also to Fayetteville Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Going over there today uh, after the show to, uh, to the podcast, cut some commercials with those folks. Uh, let's see here, Brightmore Healthcare, Brightmore Hospice, brightmorehealthcare.com, nearly 500 strong. They're angels and experts at uh, Brightmore Healthcare. And uh, Delta Atlanta's hometown airline, T-Mobile, 
Uh, 50 bucks a month is what you pay for home internet. Watch that uh, password on your 5G tower, uh, tmobile.com. And Awesome Alpharetta, come play while, stay while. Find your awesome at Awesome Alpharetta. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Uh, production assistance from Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Steve, such a blessing to to our family and to uh, our business and to uh, all that we do with uh, the podcast and also the radio show. Weekdays, 530 till 10 a.m. Search for it. Yes, and we, let's do this because yep. we know prayer is powerful. Steve's fine, but everybody needs some prayer every now and then. He's sure. got some a little surgery coming up, and we want to send him a lot of love and prayers. Good vibes, big vibes. Uh, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Where was I? Atlanta's the Bear 925. Search for the Bear 925. Uh, wherever you get your apps. Bam, is going to pop up and it's absolutely free. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the app and podcast network.